Darkest age of Gameland. <clears throat> Make sure you've got your coats, crew. Got a feeling we're in for some weather. One Titan to go. Then we can head back to Gameland. And then we can take down Pop Zed. Bring Harmony back to our home. Not Pop Zed's twisted version of peace. Brings a tear to my eye, crew. You hear us, Ultrabot? You hear us, Pop Zed? We are finishing this key and we are coming home. The icy mountains are no match for our crew! Alright, let's skip the usual preamble. I've got big news. I mean, we've been gone for, what, two months? I would say, like, two months, so... Yeah, about that much. I think we got some pretty big news, uh, uh, you know, pretty much, like, uh, what, what's the term? Uh, just kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when something just kind of stays there, and you just kind of, mm, Marinating. Mar- yeah, marinate. We have some. <laughs> oh, super and this big news story marinating. has been marinating for quite some time. It's one of the biggest gaming news stories we've had in a long time, and of course, it had to drop when we were on our <laughs> our little holiday everything, break. There, everything drops that's important on our hol- our, our little like rest break for us, at least for you. I know. I, I feel like um the the game awards stuff was gonna drop, and like you know we'd have that stuff to talk about but we knew that we we, yeah. we said we'd talk about that when we got back but this this came as a huge surprise mm-hmm. something that you know i feel like not a lot of people were expecting or maybe people have been expecting it for years the way things have been going 
No, so, probably years. Big game studio. You'll you'll know who I'm talking about. They have only released a couple of games since 2013. Mm. They had a massively successful game that released on it. Man, it released on the three generations of it consoles did, it, at this point. It, it was PS3 mm-hmm. and 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 next gen. Con- yeah, pretty much released. On all three of them. Yeah, so for us, PS3, PS4, and PS5 all have a version of one of their classic video games. And they've only released a couple other games since then. They're not a company that releases games, you know, but every, you know, when when they release games, it seems like it's a a, a defining event in the landscape of Mm -hmm. the games industry. Um such a a well-rewarded studio they've made so many quality games and look they used to make a lot more games a lot more frequently but because the scope of their projects is so big they only make a game it's it's a cultural event when a new game comes out you you already know what i'm talking about i could give a pretty good guess jason on that little information alone i'm talking about the last of us part two remastered baby I mean, what a legendary development in the... <laughs> oh, I just can't keep a straight face with that one. I can't. That's just... Last... Why just not? Say... Legendary classic video game, The Last of Us Part Two, is getting a remaster uh, this week, actually, oh, on the, my... the PlayStation 5 console. Uh, a game that was two years, I think? Was it two years? I think it was 2020, so it would be, you know, three and a half yeah. at this point, probably. Was it June or something? Something like that. Come on, man. The Last of Us Part 2 remastered. I, I thought the rule when it comes to, to remastering is it doesn't have to be a next gen, you know, right when the next gen comes out. Especially when your, your, your game comes at the tail end of a certain generation and the new one just barely begins. I feel like the Last of Us Part, like the first re- the remaster. So we have to keep our Last of Us Part ones like straight here because there are three of them. But I feel like the Last of Us, the first one, the remastered yeah. version, uh, came out even sooner. But like the PlayStation Four didn't have backwards compatibility with the PlayStation yes. Three, and that was a very significant upgrade to that game. Whereas your PS Five can run and PS Four copy of Last of Us Part Two. Not the remastered version at sixty frames. So, so it's one of those things where we're living at a time where yes, the reason why the from three to four made a difference because three was not compatible with four. So it gave that game another home to where people can now get a new console with that game they haven't played yet that they've heard really great things about. Compared to this one, where we know four and five are compatible because you know backwards compatibility, everything's great. About that, you know, even with PS5 games that aren't... So, a PS4 game that runs on a 5, even if it's not a PS5 game, there's certain things and updates, like, I think, God of War... Uh, the yes, 2018. Four. You can uh, run it at the 60 at its 60 frames. Destroy mode on, Humans. On PS5. I think. I think Destroy Humans got a patch update where it runs 60 frames on, on PS5 consoles. So, it's this thing where it's not how great a game looks this game has always just been looking great for a while now it's just the frame rate how you know how fast load times frame rate stuff like that matters and even then the ps5 still helps with that stuff and backwards compatibility um but like (laughs) 
they they are adding stuff to this. They're adding new modes and like new features and everything. But it's just like to and I'll give him props. The upgrade is a ten dollar, you know, thing if you have mm-hmm. the PS4 version. But it is also being sold as like I believe a fifty dollar disc. Um, so my thing is, I've seen the fourth the PS4 version being sold for like anywhere from like honestly from like ten. To I've seen it for nine ninety nine. Yeah. It's it's cheap. You can just buy a PS4 version for like ten dollars somewhere, or if you just had it for ten dollars somewhere, and then just pay another ten just to get an upgrade. So you pay twenty dollars to what would be somewhat a full price game they're trying to charge for. That's that's where I have the the just just the the facepalm. It's not really you know issue. They can you know it's it's you know whatever. Well, I guess it's, it could be an issue. It's just that it's just. The, uh, it's like, what other game did that where it's like, just buy the cheaper version and then just buy the well, upgrade? Well, the Uncharted collection. Like, yeah. Naughty Dog was pretty cool for what they did with that, though, because, like, if you had... So, I had never played The Lost Legacy. Now, whether or not I liked it is, it, is you know, something I'm sure we've talked about in, in a past episode. Um, But... I didn't have, I've never played The Lost Legacy and I never had it. Mm-hmm. But when you did the $10 upgrade from Uncharted 4, the PS4 version to the PS5 version, they also gave you The Lost Legacy as part of that. Mm-hmm. So you were effectively getting the upgraded version of, of 4 and then Lost Legacy for free, basically, um, in that $10 upgrade thing. So, like, the upgrade path itself is not too bad. You're not getting an entirely new game um, if you mm-hmm. didn't own both, like you did with uh, Last uh, Uncharted. But you are getting like new modes and everything that like sound cool on paper, but it's just kind of funny just to see this. This I, is this is weird. It's <laughs> too. It, I think I guess the biggest issue about it is everything else on paper is fine. It's the timing of it. It's it's still so. It's still so early in the PS. People are barely getting PS5 consoles still. Yeah. People are still running. And it's the like, PS4. what else are you working yeah. on over at Naughty Dog when so, you've released the same game for if, years and years? If they would have waited another two, even like a year, another two, it could have made sense at that point. Like the game's pretty, pretty old. You know, not old. I enough, still but think it would have been kind of laughed at. It still wouldn't, but. Just it wouldn't have been left as much as right now because it's still yeah. somewhat new. Because the time that yes, if you look at it on paper, the time it was released feels, you know, like oh yeah, so long ago. But I think in people's mind, uh, it's it doesn't feel that long ago. It was just like yeah. oh yeah, that was like there yesterday, haven't right? Been but a handful of first party Sony games since the yeah. Last of Us Part Two came out. They don't release games all the time, the, the major Sony studios. Mm-hmm. These are, like, big deals when they're new. Like, the gap between uh, 2018 and, and Ragnarok was four years. Yeah. It, 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 it's all that, and then the $10 fee if you own a PS4 version, where some companies just say, here's just a free patch update, just like, here yeah. you go. Just like, you can just have it. Like, you, you bought the game when it came out, here you go. It's not even that much of a difference. You could just have it. Yeah. Like... To, to be devil's advocate, they are adding, of course, those extra modes and stuff. But we have also seen free updates that add in a lot of extra stuff. I think World War Z Aftermath, the PS5 yeah. upgrade, like, is free. And they add, like, the Horde Mode XL in the PS5 version. So there are things that other games have just added in for free. And this is, like, maybe not an exclusively Sony problem. But is this this is, like, you know, the, the upgrade for Ghost of Tsushima was $10. And it added less than this. Yeah. Um, 
But Ghost of Tsushima's next-gen version was also, like, sold as a disc with this Iki Island expansion that was, like, $30 on its own, and it is mm. a substantial piece of content. Um, um, and, of course, I like Ghost of Tsushima better. <laughs> I will... I, at, the end, at the end of the day, it's just a weird announcement because it, it, the way they announced it it seemed like it was such a big deal when they could have just announced it just like oh yeah we're just gonna re you know remaster and just uh whatever it, it they just made it seem like it was such a it was a big deal for it to be like that when it's really not it's not that big of a deal for it, it's like it's not that big of a deal for it to be announced that way but also it's not that big of a deal to not be announced it, it's weird it's, it's, it's just a weird scenario all around it, here's it, what bothers me consistency yeah so it's and this is this is you know maybe maybe i'm <laughs> it's a consistency thing yeah um the boxes for the last of us mm-hmm. so on the ps3 you have the last of us mm-hmm. and then on the ps4 you have the last of us remastered mm-hmm. and the last of us part two mm-hmm. okay but what if i wanted to go get the physical copies of the ps5 versions you'd have the last of us part one and The Last of Us Part Two remastered. So no matter what console you're playing The Last of Us on, the names on the spines of the cases will never match. <laughs> True. It's like Last of Us Part Two remastered, but why not Part One remastered? You know they you could know, have called it Part One remastered. You know what? I think the best way to describe this whole situation when people criticize the first one getting a remake, you should have just looked at it like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't try to market it as like a remastered. That's just put a, a, a update yeah because i guess the ps5 one isn't necessarily a remaster mm-hmm. as much as it is a remake yeah that's what that's to say looking back on it when they criticize the first one quote-unquote getting a remake because the rule is a remake are games that are like 20 years older and you know are stuck on certain consoles that people can't get anymore uh, like we it's always say point. metroid prime remastered should have been called metroid prime remake it's that mm. good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like things. So right now, the the era to really make remakes of a lot of things is the PS2 original Xbox GameCube era, uh, or just do what Sega's doing and literally remake new versions of of classic games. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. It's like that. It's like either re-release them or remake them. And it has to be from that generation because yeah. Anything that people can still people can still get their hands on PS3s pretty easy, you know. So it, it's one of those things, and not for a crazy price either. So it's one of those things where people who are just can go to a store right now and just be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a PS4 and The Last of Us." And instead of it being like, imagine trying to go to a store right now and be like, "Let me get a PS2 with that game that was only on that generation of console." Look at you, like we don't carry that anymore. It's been 20 years. Like we don't carry that. You gotta go to your local video game store, and that's and if they have it in stock. Yeah, <laughs> that's if they have it in stock. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to remake something, it has to fit the criteria of it, you can't just go to a store anymore and just find it and just be like, yeah, let me get that on this console for this game and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's just funny to me. Last of Us Part Two remastered, like it's already got probably the best like face graphics of any game ever made. Um, like the the comparisons mm-hmm. don't <laughs> don't seem too different to me. Um, I'll talk about a game that has good environments, though, um, at some point here. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I just, I don't You know, it. it wouldn't be a return to Markers on the Map, Daniel, if we uh-huh. didn't have a 12-minute intro. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was getting ready to say something at the 10-minute mark, but I'm like, nah, we're, we're, 
we're, we got this. <laughs> we'll get on track here at some point. But hey, we started with games news this time, like actual games news. Sometimes we don't do that here on Markers on the Map, a weekly podcast gaming adventure where we are coming back off of our holiday break and we're ready to get back into discussing games. My name is Daniel. I'm here with my good friend and co-host Robert, to whom the question is, before we get into topics today, how are you doing? Um, for, So the entire break itself, I've been doing fine, well. Uh, I hope everyone had a good uh, holiday season. I hope everything, yes. you know, I hope you had a good holiday season. Everything was during that time so hope everyone just had one uh we're in the new year so mm-hmm. uh 2024 baby yeah it's crazy 20 ah, that's crazy um but recently for some reason i i i'm tired but i'm not sleeping too too like late and waking up too late either but i just have this like just certain times i want to wake up i'm just i'm either going to sleep too late and then waking up a little bit later but i'm just like i don't know i don't know it's weird but other than that i'm pretty much just tired you know from other things other than that uh everything's good everything's fine uh we talk about certain things that happen over the break but how have you been during this break time i've been pretty good i am playing a few things i've i've kind of had to change my outlook or the way i approach games because Mm -hmm. i was getting to a point when i was just consuming so much and not really enjoying it so I, I'm, I'm taking a different stance when I talk about certain things this year, and I plan uh. to do a little more, like, classic gaming this year. Like, maybe tap into that Nintendo 64 archive or that Game Boy Advance archive. Um, as you know, I've, I've, I've bought some things from those, those um, local game stores, like, for the DS and everything that yeah. I, I want to actually talk about this year. Um, but I was also going to say... <laughs> A few weeks ago on the, the, the X account, the Twitter account, whatever you oh, call it, for, yeah. for Markers on the Map, I posted that we'd be back soon. And, like, the the like immediately after I <laughs> posted that, I was uh, cleaning my room and accidentally pulled the microphone cord off my desk. Mm-hmm. So my, it, my stand broke, my custom stand. So mm-hmm. it's like my microphone is leaning, so I'm hoping that doesn't, like, affect the quality of the audio in any way. So I don't I hear anything. So I just to put that out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't hear anything funny. Good. But it's just slightly tilted because one of the legs is is broken. But I'm like, of course, as soon as I say something about that, of course, of course, your stand broke. You couldn't use crazy diamond or anything. No, <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> yeah, to fix it. No, but I was gonna say something. You you got something over the over the. Oh, break, we're gonna I think off, we need to talk we're about. Start off with that. <laughs> yes i feel like that's a big i feel like see on the topic of big news like the last of us part two i I think um, that's big news um i picked up uh a certain uh piece of uh uh i would say uh how would i word it it's like i picked up a certain piece of important gaming uh reviewing a certain a certain machine that that i can now review a certain genre games i've been wanting to try out for a while now it's just when this the time that i was able to to get one they were just too expensive they were just like i can't i can't just drop that much money on on a certain thing like that uh so they've gone down pretty pretty significant so it's just like much more affordable for me at least uh i got something i've been wanting since i probably like is it the atari jaguar please tell it, me it's the atari dude, jaguar even better <laughs> Turbo graphic 16 Oh yes, 
Uh, or a, a Sega Master System. Those are. I actually do want to. I don't Master know about System. the Sega Master. System. It looks cool. I do want one because it looks cool. I, <laughs> oh, okay. But, I'm like, it looks cool, but is it? <laughs> um, uh, on the console, yeah. But I got uh, uh, you know, enough beating around the bush. I got a uh, PC. Ooh, I've seen this PC. Mm-hmm. Very good. Runs it, runs something special at sixty. <laughs> uh, don't know much of the specs. I just know it is. Uh, a respectable 3070 not to like as like i'm like trying to like both it's a 3070 so i think like for for my what i want for a console you know very good frame rate and very pretty to high uh graphics quality it it does its job like an example gives like on red dead redemption 2 i've always wanted to play that in 60 frames and with this now because for some reason they don't even though people have modded the ps5 and found out like yeah red dead 2 can run 60 frames on ps5 this is like a new thing too yeah i i I read about that last night yeah yeah that that was like we we red dead 2 can run 60 frames on on ps5 consoles they just don't want to unlock the frames but that's besides the point i've always wanted one for a while i picked it up and red dead redemption 2 looks very good in 60 frames and more uh, I'm I'm the most curious about something like Deadly Premonition too. Oh, it'll definitely <laughs> run a good ten frames. Ten frames. It's twice as much as the Switch. <laughs> At ten times more. On than a the good Switch. day. On a good day. On a good day. But yeah. Uh. So we now have. Uh. Uh. I say we because in the sense of whenever I there's something on PC that interests both of us, we can now finally enjoy it and play it. So I can definitely talk about more about the PC games and how. It, it's one of those consoles where I understand why PC is liked. I like my PC. I, I like the whole everything about it. I understand it. Certain games and certain genres do work better on there. But I can also understand that I didn't sell or get rid of my PS5. I still have every console that I ever owned because it's just this the idea of I can understand why people don't want a PC in the sense of it's so big. And so much space it takes up, and you need a whole yeah. setup for it. And then you always have to, every day you're consistently tweaking certain things here and there. And it's just you have to set up this. And there's a story behind like one of the games that I try to reboot on there, and it wouldn't work. So that's all. That's maybe we'll get to that story. But um, uh, it, I know Valorant. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the story. We'll, we'll talk about that story maybe some other day. Maybe today. Maybe another day. We'll, it's a, there's a story yeah. there to be told. But it's one of those things where. I can understand for someone like you and other people, they're just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with all that. Let me just yeah. plug in my console that's half to 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 a third of the price and and just plug it in, and it works. I don't have to worry about anything. The game just works, and I can just play my games. And I don't have yeah. to do a lot of crazy things to have things certain boot up and set up and stuff like that. But like I said, there, there's pros and cons for everything. Yeah, it's actually funny because before I had uh, the Wii, um, I had like Battlefront on the Mac, so mm-hmm. I would run mouse and keyboard for games like that. I had um, like the Incredibles video game yeah. for <laughs> for Mac or whatever. So I, I I did play on computers before I got consoles, but for me, it's just the first party games of any system are what attracts me to it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I'm buying systems specifically for third party. Um, stuff but yeah. then you see all the cool stuff that like is pc exclusive mm-hmm. like a lot of the um you know the the games that come out on steam mm-hmm. there's a game that like i forget what it's called um but it just came out a couple weeks ago and it's a pc exclusive and i look at that game and i'm like it's like this um 
it's got this weird art style and it's like this first person roguelike thing almost i'm like dang oh, i, I wish that would come to consoles I thought it was, <laughs> like the only ones i know that are, are like popular now are lethal company and like the finals no no this isn't a multiplayer game uh-huh. this is a, a single player game um, i know those I'll have are to, like popular. i'll have to yeah um but um, yeah, PC for roguelikes, so, man. That that's probably the best. You know, I would say for a roguelike for sure. The for sure for me, what makes a difference is our our FPS games. They they are uh-huh. much better on PC than they are on console. At the end of the day, I got the PC because I I saw that Xbox does have exclusives, but they're mostly also on PC. So I said instead of yeah. spending five hundred on that console, I can just spend another five hundred or, or yeah. Steam and then I have P- yeah all those games plus Steam. It's like I have everything else with it too. See, Epic Game Store is good because you can get Alan Wake 2 for like 26 bucks right now where it's still 60 bucks. I got Guardians. I got Guardians. Oh, yeah. Guardians was free, right? Dude, the the amount of how cheap games are on pc that's a very big plus i'm like okay yeah you spend yeah. a little bit on the console but you and you could spend... do the humble bundle they have a humble yes. bundle right now for awesome games done quick where you can get like sonic adventure 2 and like 10 other games for like 10 bucks yeah they're cheap they're five to ten dollar games on there there are games that will be 90 percent off and you're just like that's just a, that's such a no-brainer to get actually so you're talking about the finals have you played mm-hmm. the finals no but people told me to get it Okay, so I tried it actually mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. I didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like it. The, the amount of waiting around. I mean, I feel like I like the the first time I died in the finals. There was like a respawn timer, and it was like huge. And I said, I literally cannot do this coming off of Call of Duty where you, there's no respawn timer, and I uninstalled it. Um, it just I I I don't know. People seem to be getting along well with it. Um, nothing about the battle pass screams mm. like oh I need to hop on this, but I don't know. Um, I feel like if you have a well-coordinated team, it, it could be fun. But, like, the initial impression I got from it. Not to, like, <laughs> immediately float into games discussion yeah, here. I, um, I think, but, like, because you brought it up. Yeah, I think we have... Here's the thing. At least for this episode, we have a lot already planned. We have a lot of things to talk about since the break. There's a lot of things we can talk about. But I think yeah. to keep on schedule and to get kind of back into it. Because it's not like we're, we're this is, like, episode... You know, what we're... You know, 151. We're just coming back from a week break. No, we... Second loss, we want to get some stuff out, yeah. out of the way first. Yeah. Um, I do have a massive topic that we're not going to mm-hmm. do today about what constitutes a modern classic when live service games are, are mm-hmm. usually changed, patched, altered, or whatever from their original state. Um, that's something I want us to have a big, big talk about um, in, in a week or so, maybe a couple weeks. Um, but yeah. So we have a little bit of news to get mm, into. And a little if, bit. If, yeah, well, just the, the Game Award stuff amount. this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if if time serves, we'll talk about the the Prince of Persia um, demo. Um, we usually like to do games first, then news, but like mm. we're getting back into the swing of things here. Um, I think it should be noted that 2023 was a great year for games and a great year for game news. However. Um, companies and layoffs and problems and things like Mm -hmm. embracer group makes it not the best year for people who make games um so you have to kind of look at the cost of gaming Mm -hmm. um like you might like all the games that came out and you're oh my god this is going to be the greatest thing ever but like i really feel for the people um behind the scenes who are making the games happen all the stuff that they've had to go through industry-wide last year i just wanted to make sure oh, that, for, that yeah. we touched on that yeah for some reason i don't know why it just felt way more people were were laid off a lot more teams were laid off i mean past, even this like, past week past four years honestly since since like after you know the whole 
uh, thing that happened. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of people were just laid off for some reason. Yeah, I mean, this past week it was Twitch staff, like 35% of Twitch staff and 25% of Unity staff. And we know all the stuff with Unity that mm-hmm. was, you know, with their policies and everything. So, yeah, I just wanted to um, Hopefully bring that up out. first yeah. instead of, like, the, 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 the gaming news. Um, and now we'll we'll transition there. The Last of Us Online has been canceled. Just sticking with shocker. the Naughty Dog theme. Shocker. Real quick. Oh, of a- course it's a shocker. I'm shocked, that Radio silence on that project. <laughs> just just promo art and just like the idea of just like, I have an idea, maybe we can make it work. And not actual gameplay or any type of like roadmap to show us what they're planning to do. Oh man, it got canceled, Daniel. I'm very shocked. I'll give Naughty Dog props, which is not something I usually do nowadays. <laughs> the The... the the quote or thereabouts, it's not like the direct quote, was that they didn't want to, like, become a solely live service studio. And I feel like that's a rarity nowadays because we see Suicide Squads coming from Rocksteady in a couple of weeks. And that's a live service game been in development for years and years and years from a company that used to, you know, do the Arkham games. The really triple A, highest bar mm-hmm. level single player story games is pivoting to this live service model props to naughty dog for wanting to stick with narrative games yeah, it's one of those things where it is a, a slowly fading out method of gaming now it was very popular yes. you know four five years ago but it is no longer uh gonna work because it's one of those things where yes you can maybe make whatever they they want to make on you know the first couple days or the first couple games but yeah when the when the community itself no longer trusts that it's just kind of like you lose that 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 community so it's i at least that's the way i see it's just like i wouldn't want to play this company's game because they released this and it was just terrible it was nothing but just a a life service game and i didn't want to play whatever they release after that that's the way i you know i feel about that it's like props to Naughty Dog for wanting to continue to make games that mm. you can look back in in 20 years, like something like Uncharted, and be like, it still kind of holds up. It's still a classic game that I remember fondly. Yeah, it's a whole um, Whereas, w- you know, with a live service game, when you go back to that 20 years after service you ends, it's you always going to be at that end of service level. Like, you can't play that original. You can't go back to Destiny 2 and play the original campaign. You can't go back to a Fortnite uh, Chapter 2 maps. You can't do none of that. This yes. certain season. Yeah, it's one of the things where the way you go back to watch live service games or to play them, you just watch videos because you're, yes. never, you're not going to be able to go back to those games. There's like Once it goes, it goes. We had this recently, the two of us, playing Black Ops Cold War. That game will always be at that state of the seasons are finished. This mm-hmm. is what the game looked like at the end of its, you know, live service journey of one year. And um, it's like all these cool skins and, and all this stuff that you're just like, man, I wish I could have gotten that, but I just didn't yes, know. Yes, here's all the calling cards you could have had if you yeah. played the game in Season 2. Stuff like that. So th- that kind of falls back into that discussion we'll have about like what constitutes hey, the modern classic game. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, we both have the pizza skin, so that's all that matters. True. In Modern Warfare 3, we got the Little Caesars hot and ready pizza <laughs> operator skin. <laughs> Alright, I, I digress. Mm-hmm. The cancellation of it, yeah. It, it, it was can- like I said, it, just the concept art alone, I said this will probably never happen because it was yeah. like there's not even any type of roadmap. It was just, oh, we're thinking about doing this. It was just like, it's an idea. It's probably not going to happen. 
it's but, like yes i feel bad for the people who are looking forward to like the evolution mm-hmm. of factions or whatever because the, the last of us multiplayer does have its fan base i wasn't a fan of the original mm-hmm. um but th- it had its fans but like do we really need another live service square enix seems to shut down live services all the time mm-hmm. there's too many and we know the kings of the genre we know destiny and we know fortnite those mm-hmm. are the two live services. And, like, even Destiny at this point, I feel like Bungie's going through some hard times. Um, they're mm-hmm. one of the developers who had a lot of, you know, issues in the industry last year. And Epic Games, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like every major studio. Um, I Like, the a lot of media talking people got li- uh, laid off. We talked about that before the break, even. Um, that's Fall Guys. It's a, it's a fun game. Um, but, yeah. Last of Us Online canceled. Now... Big news, big news, huge news. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. <laughs> uh, it, it's real. The Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer is real. So, uh, it's, it's one of the things where I, I'm trying to 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 articulate the what I'm going to say about this whole topic is because I... My advice is to not get hyped about Grand Theft Auto 6 because it's probably going to have an announcement date at some point for 2025 and then it is probably going to promptly get delayed from that date. So, so my thing with Rockstar is I think most of their stuff is okay. If you really look back on it, there's a lot of flaws with it. At yeah. the moment, they're amazing. But when you when you realize some of them just don't work at the end... It's one of those things where you have to be nostalgic for those type of games. Especially, like, for me, like, 3, you have to be super nostalgic for that game. Because that game does not hold up super well. Vice City, another one that I feel like it still kind of holds up. You can still play that one, I think, relatively much better than 3. But it's like you have... San Andreas, I think, holds up pretty well. You play San Andreas, it's still actually a really... But it does have issues. You're like, okay, it has I think issue. the three of them do have some archaic yeah. design and mission structure and lack of checkpoints yeah. i don't know something that i would complain about nowadays instead of complaining about you yeah. know 20 years ago um four has a lot of issues that five did better but the thing with five is that they didn't build upon four's living city when you walked around four's liberty city it felt like a real environment you can interact with certain things and destroy and 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 do things like that that actually felt you know like a really good open world where five it's funny the way the way like uh video game donkey put it it just felt like the backdrop of the story mode and once you finish it there's nothing else to do and obviously because the online stuff the online focus this is this is a big uh, problem (laughs) online is the biggest issue i think when it comes to to the whole gta saga because it took so much team power and development time to work on that that's cool and all but it it, i not confirming i've heard i'll say this i heard rumors that they canceled a lot of things because i've heard this too this is also like a new thing that just came out recently. Yeah. That this so if this is true, like if all this stuff is true, it's a lot of good things that I think people would have really enjoyed. And it just is such a bummer because GTA Online was oh at the end of the day, I I played it. I was I was like day one, like I was day one GTA Online. I remember when there was no NPC cars. There was literally nothing. It was just just online players. But it's that it was okay. And that the the gameplay of it and the way the game the character is played is aged super poorly. Six, 
it does look super nice. I wasn't sold on the whole Vice City area. I liked Los Santos a lot, but honestly, watching the trailer and really thinking about it, I am kind of now sold on the whole Vice City scene. You know, it's Florida. It's all about it's it's all about the the state of Florida. Um, it's just one of the things where realistically, it's gonna it's gonna succeed. It's gonna sell like crazy. There's no question without it. It's gonna be fun. I'm still probably gonna enjoy it and play it but certain things like the definitive edition of the of the original three trilogy like three vice city and san andreas that kind of you just really just threw me off with the whole rockstar studios them not patching G, uh, rock uh red dead redemption 2 and them just completely dropping red dead redemption 2 online like they yeah. just gave up on that they just you know they didn't want to care for that anymore uh, I mean, a lot of things. Even doing a new Undead Nightmare, I would have just loved. I'd have paid oh, thirty Undead bucks Nightmare for a new Undead Nightmare. I would have paid full price for that. If it was a full price DLC, I still would have paid for it. If Undead yeah. Nightmare too. But I digress from that. The whole point is, it will s- still be successful. I will still probably play it. It's just that Rockstar has done a lot of things that I just like. That would have been better than just doing another GTA Online patch update. My guess, I'll say this realistically they're pushing 2025 dream 2025 is like summer 2025 maybe like late summer 2025 realistically i want to say like spring or 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 summer of 2026 around that time yeah nightmare fuel is like coming on yeah (laughs) nightmare fuel is like late 2026 to early 2027 yeah put it this way i will be surprised if it i feel like 2025 is a good catch-all I would be surprised if it released before the holiday season in 2025 because that is a catch-all. 2025 gives them 12 because, months of 2025. <laughs> because the whole point is, if they've taken this long to develop it, it should they should have not announced it unless it's right around to be finished. Because it's like, don't announce something and, and then wait us make us wait another three to four years for it to be finished. Yeah. Like, no, announce it when I think you mean companies, like Square Enix does sometimes. Yes, announce <laughs> something when it's you know like if we announce it, we can release it within the one to two years window at the latest two years. The, yeah, what we're reaching for is within a couple months to a year. I mean, it, it looks like it'll be good, but I cannot let myself get into the hype cycle for this game because it is a ways off. Um, I might even play the story mode of 5 at some point because, I don't know, playing through Red Dead Redemption 1 currently is making me realize that maybe Rockstar is the king of open worlds. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm playing some other open world stuff and I'm like, Red Dead Redemption 1 at least, and 2. I mean, 2 is more of a sim in, in oh, a lot of so ways it is great um but two. it's got things that i'm glad i'm not having to worry about with with one like the the horse's stamina or but like, i think it's hungry stuff like i think that. what <laughs> makes me like two more than one is that it does push me into the the world of 1888 yes. it's like i'm in you are that living the life yeah. in red dead redemption so whereas I red really, dead redemption one is and video game it's an inter- it's a very interesting point of american history where it was the west was the wild days were gone, and then the the land of the law was coming. So it is a very interesting point of. Uh, so it, it puts me in a very good headspace when I play, it, and I really yeah. get involved with the game. Also, I think without a shred of a doubt, I'll say this: I think Red Dead Redemption Two will be their greatest game they've ever made for a long time. I don't yeah. even think Six will ever beat Red Dead Redemption Two's quality. Yeah, of, Red Dead of Redemption depth. Two. I literally played that game for like eighty hours at launch to beat it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like. It's, I, I guess I, I am my hype for six. I'm still pretty hype for it, but it's just like the things that that had to be 
sacrifice to to get here like the whole online yeah. stuff and that to be it's just like man other stuff could have been made that would have been i feel like much better I feel like I'll get hyped for GTA 6 if I like what I see when they show gameplay of GTA 6. Like, how are they evolving this in a way that, like, feels modern? Because, you know, a game that started development as long ago as this did might have some of those design decisions that come from a certain time. Like, this might feel archaic in certain ways because it went into development so long ago. Um, but I guess that's just how it is with a lot of AAA games nowadays. We, with you know, long development cycles. We, we, we like we're gonna get to a lot of new stuff, but this will th- we'll definitely have a GTA Six like uh, breakdown. I guess not. Yeah. Like, we're not we're not that hype for it. We won't have like a full trailer breakdown, but we will definitely like talk about certain things that when more news comes out. <laughs> In about this it. corner of the, yeah. they did this on a, another <laughs> channel I watch. Um, the other day where they're like pausing every. If this one, you could see a cloud in the sky. Yeah, it's like so, we won't it, do stuff like that. that. I don't know. We won't do stuff like that, but we'll definitely be like, I'll say now, like, yes, we have a female protagonist, so it's like we yes. have two protagonists. So it's not three like how five was, but it is two. Um, so transitioning here to Game Awards news. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of games that are coming out in 2025, Monster Hunter Wilds was the like final announcement mm-hmm. at the Game Awards. I think this one will probably drop early 2025 because mm-hmm. Capcom seems to announce and release things like in like a timely manner i know dragon's dogma 2 got announced like this year and it's coming out what next month or something yeah um but they didn't really like show too much of this obviously it's a sequel to world and or rise and i'm honestly hoping they take more of the lessons they learned from rise because as we've talked about on this podcast um rise feels very god eater Mm -hmm. in the way it briskly puts you into missions and you know right into the action where world still had some of that classic monster hunter thing where it's like go out and collect all this stuff first and then that's a mission and then go destroy like five monsters and that's a mission now rise really got you into the action and i think it was received so well that they will um continue that trend with with this we also had kojima's xbox game this is called od as far as they've said he's i wonder what it with... stands for i don't think it stands for what what that usually stands for it must stand uh-huh. for something else it has to i feel like it's people trying to think it stands for that but i feel like it has a different meaning for it yeah with kojima i feel like anything is possible mm-hmm. um he's working on this with jordan peele which is mm-hmm. interesting but we this is another game where we don't know what it's about we didn't mm-hmm. really get a huge, massive trailer or anything, or a story trailer or gameplay thing. So we have to put it in the same places, you know, DS2 as, you know, Death Stranding 2, mm-hmm. working title, where uh, we don't quite know what it is yet. We don't actually know if Death Stranding 2 will be called that. We don't actually know if it'll have the same gameplay. Uh, Kojima is an anomaly. We don't know what's going on with with either of these projects. Aside He's like from a the box of chocolates. He's like a box of chocolates. You, you never, never know, know what, what you're going to get. get. <laughs> uh, some DLC drops at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty big one. Yeah. So God of War Valhalla is a roguelite mode for Ragnarok, which surprisingly, it's a free DLC, but free. it did add so much story content it added an insane amount of story content i feel like it added it was a lot very of lore. meaningful it 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 added an ending to the game yeah i feel like the that ending because i've seen it i think that's such a proper ending to that game then then yeah. then the other two that were, were kind of there 
I've heard on another podcast, um, I can't remember which one, but they said it's no surprise that this was free because this does, in fact, feel like the ending to God of War Ragnarok, whereas, like, the initial ending kind of leaves things open because you have to continue to go out and explore the realms and all that. Um, but this this feels proper and definitive. Not mm-hmm. to spoil what it is on here. That'll yeah. Be another, that'll be another day. Do you, um, do you think... Uh, they will remake the original trilogy. Um, no, I don't. Do you don't think so? I feel like I feel like it would be such a, a such a good because that game's now twenty years old coming up soon. The first yeah. two at least. So those games will be something I think most people would like and to to see with modern. I don't think graphics. they'll remake it. I think they might do remasters. That would be kind of poignant to do with with Valhalla. Um, yeah. having just come out, but I don't think they'll from the ground up remake things although we are in an era where last of us part two is getting hey remastered. Man. <laughs> i didn't think Metal Gear solid snake Eater was gonna get a remake anytime soon but here we are in this timeline so yeah. anything is possible so i mean it, it depends on if you know the idea that I, I feel like kratos has changed so much as a character that it might damage the perception of him but to I, remake the I don't think it would because it gives that was that's what gives him his great character development to see yeah. this character turn into this character and it's such great writing and character development that I think without a doubt out of anybody that has turnarounds or re- redemption arcs Kratos has one of the best character development arcs I've ever seen in any type of entertainment. There's yeah. not a lot of p- characters that I can say that for. Put it this way. If they remade the original trilogy, they'd have to change things. Thing, c- certain things in those games, just I don't think they'd work nowadays. I don't know. And some I've... of them are so drastically different in his character development that it's like, I don't know if it'd be, it'd be, it would be believable at that point. I, I almost know. feel like 2018 works the way it does because <laughs> I mean, it's some people's first introduction to Kratos. I feel like you say believable in that sense, but we're also talking about a whole series of, of Greek mythology. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I that stuff, I, I, not to say it's not interesting, it's very interesting, but come on, realistic Daniel, Greek mythology... Bro, oh, there's such a funny joke. Where Daniel, you know this person, and they were just like, "Bro, the Greeks, they were just lying." It's like, "Bro, trust me, Zeus is up there on that mountain. Don't go up there. They they just chilling and they just chilling there. Don't go up there. Don't go like, up. Yeah, like trust me, they don't go up there. They they just chilling on that mountain right there. Yeah, that's okay, like, I'll meet you in the middle." They have to remake the first three God of War, but they have to use the Disney's Hercules version of the Pantheon. Oh. <laughs> they have Titans. They have yes. Titans in the remakes. Oh, wait, we we battle Titans on this podcast. Exactly. So we can, we can actually do it. <laughs> All right, but, but I'm like, they need Disney's version of Hades. In- <laughs> I, I digress. I digress on that. Um, We also did get the first... DLC for Final Fantasy 16 as a, as a mm-hmm. shadow drop that that very night. Um, I'm not going to play it until the second one comes out. Mm-hmm. I hear this is like the smaller expansion, whereas the second one will be like, oh, this is the, the big stuff. Kind of in the way Pokemon does it, where the first part is like, okay, this is a small thing. It's got a little area. And then the second one is like, wham, story everywhere. Um, stuff like that. So I, I can't actually speak on the, the 16 DLC yet. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Um, now, we were talking about games that get announced too early. Arcane mm. Studios Blade game uh, was announced. 
Um, so this is Bethesda Arcane. They are, you know, Dishonored, Deathloop, all that. They're doing a game about Marvel's Blade. Um, I don't believe proper, like, full-on development has begun. So I've been reading on some sites that this might not come out until 2027, which is, I don't know, by my estimate, a long wait. <laughs> but it is interesting that they're doing a Blade game. I mean, that's pretty cool. Blade? I like Blade. <laughs> Blade, yeah. Uh, that movie enough, doesn't but... seem like it's anywhere close to being finished, but oh, dude, uh, Marvel's just not in the best spot right now. I don't think any any of them are in the. I don't think DC's. I don't in the think best any superhero right studio right now is in the best headspace. I think yeah. a small studio guy by the name of Todd should really drop something uh, about an original character he's done. You talking about Todd McFarlane? <laughs> <laughs> for a second i thought you were talking about todd howard because we were no. talking about bethesda and like he's do he's on the the fallout tv show <laughs> but yeah i think it was probably i mean sometimes you do have to generate hype for for something so hopefully this isn't one of those like development like craziness mm-hmm. stories that happens um now for you and i was actually surprised by this too jurassic park survival Apparently, uh, a yes. revival of sorts of the canceled Trespasser. Yeah. Um, so no, this is Trespasser was a, was released. Oh, it was. Yes, Trespasser was released, but it was poorly, poorly uh, reviewed. It was very criticized for how poorly the game was designed because it was a very rushed game. Yeah. I'm heavy Jurassic Park fan. Uh, been day one, like five years old, four years old, popped into VHS. Oh, man, always, a, always oh, take a chance to plug episode 100 too, where we did the Super Nintendo game. Yeah, oh man, that too. But that, I really said popped in VHS. I'm old. Um, most people, people literally like young and me are not gonna know. Gotta what pop that in is. the laser disc. The Lin la- I do have a laser disc of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I digress on that too because. So the whole point is I've been with the franchise for a long time. I remember when there was only three movies. There wasn't this six, which I'm very happy. I love the new trilogy. I hate that people don't like it because I, I have that. There's a whole different talk about. I'm not gonna get to. But I love the new movies. I I don't hate any of them. I love them all. Um, this game has been rumored to be in development since the third movie, so 2000, like 2001. After Trespasser, Trespasser didn't review so well. So Jurassic Park had this weird limbo between like 2000 and like four and like till like 2013, 2012, because the Telltale's game came around that time, like 20, 2011, 2012. Um, it was just a weird limbo of things being announced, canceled, the fourth movie scripts being announced, canceled, leaked, rumored this, rumored that, you know, blah, blah, blah. So this game... Ha- the thing is that they- it was always like is this the same survival horror not horror but just survival game that's been in development since that time and they've pretty much from what you told me they've confirmed that like, yes it's that same game but it's not the same script which i wouldn't expect the 20 year old script to last that long to you know it'll be revamped but the way Jurassic park seems to work from you know the history that i've seen it is that they'll take ideas from older scripts that they liked and they could remake it and make it work with newer scripts with newer characters so it's one of those things where for a long time a lot of Jurassic Park fans have wanted a survival game like Telltale's one was pretty close but obviously it's a Telltale's game you ha- yeah. you couldn't really move around freely it wasn't like you have to go to it's on rails yeah it's on with rails like it's- oh choose your path here. it's a choose your own adventure story yeah pretty much so it's very very 
very important that this game is done correctly and, and, and is awesome because I just, ah, I've been just dying for a new Jurassic Park game that's not a park builder. Just like anything, please. Like, we really want a survival game where it's obviously a person surviving against these dinosaurs that we've all grown to like and, you know i'm so i'm so like i'm very hyped for it and i hope it does super well and so it looks good already it's it's showing pre-alpha build so hopefully yeah, it's from it saber does it so like i think they do pretty good stuff so yeah i give them i give them the benefit of a doubt i mean it looks great i i like the protagonist i like the look of it i like the idea of because i i think what people don't understand about the first movie is the island wasn't just the original movie cast. It wasn't them stuck on the island. It's a park. There was thousands of people still on the island because the whole point of the boat was if you want to go to the mainland, you can go on the boat and get to the mainland. Or if you want to stay on the island, you're able to stay on the island. So who's to say someone's like, you know what? I don't I don't need to go. I have everything I need. I'm just going to stay on the island and let the storm pass. Who's to say that doesn't happen? You know, that happens a lot. It, it, it's a whole lore thing, but... I'm I'm just I'm very excited for this, this game. Yeah, I mean I'm interested in seeing how it turns out, especially because it was kind of like a out of left field surprise there at, at Jeff's show. Um, we do have a couple more things I'll rattle off with real quick here because um, there's not too much to say. Uh, Sega's doing revivals of Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi. Um, that's very exciting, um, especially Jet Set Radio. Like people have waited so long for that. Um, I hope these are all well-received and go well, and, you know, it's a lot to announce at one time, but, you know, mm. I could see this being, like, a new Sega collection of games that cost, like, $30 or something like that. I, I don't know if any of these seem like they'd be full price. Like, I couldn't imagine a $60 Streets of Rage, um, but we'll see. Uh, we don't know too much about this, but I feel like they tried to do something like this on the PS2. Like, they tried to make, like, a 3D version of Altered Beast that might have gotten released in Japan and Europe, but not in America, um and a few other of their properties um so hopefully this like initiative because they say and more so it seems mm. like an initiative maybe it's going to be like a brand new wave of sega modern day classics um, what's another sega classic Earthworm sonic Gym. the hedgehog 3 and knuckles with the original music <laughs> always not, with the original. <laughs> you're never gonna let that go i blame capcom's drm for um sega <laughs> not being able to put <laughs> the music back uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, Rise of the Ronin, game that's mm -hmm. been on our radar, comes out in March. That's actually pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing more gameplay. Skull and Bones, February. That's next month, Robert. Oh, fine. Oh, man. Just like the idea of them actually fulfilling that that. They had the beta. I, I was very, I was like, wow, they actually did it. The Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> um, have to bring in our, our friend Green Badoof here for just a minute. Hey, gosh. Green Badoof here. So the creators of No Man's Sky were at uh, the Game Awards, and they did announce their brand new game, Light No Fire. Now, you might be thinking, No Man's Sky, greatest game ever made, and no game will ever be greater than it. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be wrong. However, Light No Fire takes a different approach to this vast world of procedural generation. So instead of having millions and billions and infinite numbers of planets that you can go and explore, Light No Fire is a game that takes place on one planet where everybody's all on the same planet. Mm -hmm. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like it could be the best game ever. <laughs> scoot him off there real quick that he said his piece. Uh, Light No Fire, 
I wish nothing but the best to Hello Games. I think they're a great studio. I think they really turned No Man's Sky around, and maybe this one will start out... It's hard to do a game with these like highbrow concepts like that, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping it doesn't start out like No Man's Sky did. And I'm a, I'm a day one No Man's Sky player. I didn't have a huge problem with it. There was mm-hmm. a lot of things that were missing, but I wasn't like hating on No Man's Sky or anything. So um, this this sounds cool. I mean, I don't know how, because you know in MMO games they'll have like servers that like maybe 200 people can be on at a time. I wonder how a game that like everybody is actually in the same planet would mm-hmm. work. So, something to think about. <laughs> anyway, um, we could talk about the the genres and and game awards winners in a different episode. But I did want to mention that because we bring up Fall Guys on this podcast, um, they added power ups to Fall Guys. They've got one so far. It's a ball uh-huh. power up, and you can mm-hmm. change your Fall Guy into a rolling ball interesting that's that's all i got to say <laughs> They've had a, it almost feels monkey ball like or like one of those old computer games where you play as the marble and you roll along things i'm like i wonder what other powers they could add to fall guys i wonder if they'd add a flying power at some point or like a hover power i'm interested <laughs> but for right now robert mm-hmm. would you say we've done an episode of markers on the map coming back uh if that's all we got to say so far then yeah, I, I guess we find, we did an episode. Yes, so next week, we haven't forgotten. We've got to do our top 10 game or top 10 plays of 2023. Mm-hmm. But this year, we're doing the top 10 plays pre-show because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about that won't be in our top 10 plays that I still feel like needs to be brought up. So you'll get three weeks of like year in review stuff, and then we'll do a launch lineup episode after that. We're back on track. Switch 2 is probably going to get announced this year. We've got to talk about that. We'll be back on Pokemon Drip, all that good stuff, brand new seasons. But for right now, we want to thank you guys for listening and remind you that we are on X at Markers on the Map and that you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and that those five-star ratings and reviews really help us. Um... And we'd like to end. So, in honor of Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, I think our next batch of sign-offs also have to be remastered. So, you know, Ellie, we really are the Destruction All-Stars Remastered. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.